0: Recorded live in Balcata, Western Australia, the Hoon Capital of the World. This is Talking Power. Gap is what happens uh, when you hold to the floor and
1: crush the man next to you. There's space in between your back bumper and your front bumper. We, uh, in the south, we refer to it as the Gap Band. Well, I think, you know, from the one is for grown-ups.
0: and Power, your motoring and motorsport
1: podcast. Okay, episode 44 of the and Power podcast. I'm here with Simon Gonzo-Travelani. Thanks for joining us. I'm Nick DiCiambri. How are
0: you, mate? Mate, I have been so busy. It has been so ridiculous. I'm actually, I'm sorry I got here late. That's all right. I, I got held up. Uh, uh, little Nicholas wanted a cuddle before bedtime. Yeah, bed fair time. enough. It's all good. good. A bit overtired today, waited up for daddy. Yep. Uh, And after I finish, I'm actually going back to the workshop. And I just want a big shout-out. I've got to do a Rush Job 727 for uh, uh, Keith up in Geraldton. Oh, yeah. Big shout-out to CTS, Mm -hmm. uh, Transmission Components Manufacturing Canada. Yep. Um, I ordered the parts on Friday, Mm -hmm. and they arrived today. Oh, wow. Friday. That's that's incredible. You can't even get parts from the
1: East Coast. pool over to... (laughs) To Belcata in that time.
0: <laughs> Probably not. I, I couldn't believe it. So, Paul, thank you very much for that. Much appreciated. Mm. No, that
1: is that's that's awesome. That is that is good service. So yeah, for our listeners. Yeah, two
0: two days, basically. Two, yeah. Two working days. Incredible. incredible. From Canada. And they speak English there. You sure it's real English? It's it's, <laughs> it's I'm telling you, it's English. <laughs> We've
1: had a huge couple of weeks here at the podcast. As you, If, if you haven't listened, go back a, a couple of days. We released the F1 in Schools uh, podcast, and a big thanks to everyone there, uh, Dr. Michael Myers, um, Deborah Maloney, Andy Cale as well
0: for getting us involved, and all the schools that participated. Were you blown away by the CNC machining? Oh, yeah. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I... And the, the fact that these kids can use AutoCAD at yeah. that age. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. But some of these children I
1: I have a lot of faith in our schooling now. I mean, I should have I should have had faith before, but after seeing what I saw on the on last week I thought it was amazing. Yeah.
0: And, you know, hats off to those schools that The equipment that, that they'd need yeah to to do that's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, if you haven't checked it out you should uh, you know, definitely mm. have a look. It's unbelievable. The wings and I mean they basically build the whole vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, incredible. Mm. Incredible.
1: So, yeah, big. if you haven't heard that episode, um, head back there and have a listen to that one. It's a good one. Nick. Yes. Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah, oh, Daniel, he's tripping Major Nutsack. <laughs> Not so much anymore. That was what he said after <laughs> qualifying in Mexico. I, I want to get your... We had a quick chat about
0: this yesterday, and you, you have a different view to me on this. No, no, look, I think that uh, Red Bull mm. in the past... Have had this one driver favouritism. Yep, um, we saw that with Mark Webber. Um, he clearly could have won the Formula One championship that year, and they mm. they forced him under team orders to um, yield, basically. Yep. Um, but I mean, I don't know, man. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Embarrassing for Red Bull. Um, I, I feel it's embarrassing, and I
1: I I, I don't like Christian Horner's comments after the U.S. Grand Prix, which was uh, two weeks ago now. Uh, where he basically said that uh, Daniel's frustrated in the car but he needs to talk to his new employees about it and I felt that was a bit of um you know really wiping his hands clean of any responsibility it was a bit of all care and no responsibility those, those are christian's words I, yes I understand he's running the Renault but you know you're still responsible for the car this was a clutch failure in Mexico and and Daniel you know was was frustrated and insinuated that he's not going to race for the next two races
0: I felt Probably, I think yeah, it was just out of sheer frustration. Look, Nick, I think the real question is, has Red Bull found the dummy that he spat out? <laughs> Have they found <failed>? Because <laughs> I heard it went into orbit. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, I mean, Josh Verstappen, Max Verstappen's father, has slammed Ricardo just today, actually, after his carry-on
0: after qualifying, and also at the end of the race as well. So, he's... Understandably. Understandably. Yeah. I mean, that car managed to not only finish the race... But win it. Yeah. Yep. So, look, I um, I I
1: felt that his some of his frustration was just um, and I I I stand, you know, I feel like Daniel has been let down by the team, but a lot of people out there in the media, in the worldwide, you know, world of Formula One, believe that um, it's not appropriate the way he conducted himself after the race, and and. um, like a true sportsman, needs to work with the team, even though there's only two races left in the season, needs to try and get the best out of it.
0: Of course, of course. Yep. Now, I want to get your take on the, um, the two disqualified drivers. <laughs> that was hilarious. That was hilarious.
1: It was hilarious. We haven't had that sort of disqualification. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that we had Daniel uh, had a, an infringement of this kind three years ago maybe two years ago i can't remember but it was it was very similar so kevin kevin magnuson used up more the two different two different rule uh breaking here. so this was in the u.s grand prix kevin magnuson he's basically used too much fuel he's gone over his 105 kilo limit by 170 grams now kevin being kevin i love kevin magnuson actually i think he's great for the sport
0: and has labeled the rule as stupid yep um
1: whether well, it is you know, or it I, was, I was
0: thinking that maybe NHRA hmm. could implement a similar rule. Oh, yeah. But you have to use a minimum of sixty litres of fuel in, you know, three and a half seconds. <laughs> what do you do? You think that? Yeah, would yeah.
1: Why not? Why not?
0: <laughs> Um, The other, uh, Esteban
1: Ocon, who still hasn't got a drive for next year, which I think is one of the world's biggest travesties, (laughs) how this guy cannot have a drive for next year. But anyway, that's another story. Um, He actually, they measure weight and fuel flow. He exceeded the 100 kilograms per hour fuel flow limit during the opening lap of the race. So he was disqualified. Heavy sanctions. They were actually disqualified from the race. Both those guys
0: finished uh, eighth and ninth, but got relegated to
1: or disqualified. Oh, mate, so. you know,
0: if you you're using the the fuel, when they go to electric, are they going to measure how many amps they're drawing? Or? Well, they won't be going to electric for Formula E. Actually, holds the rights
1: to the electric, full electric with the FIA for the next twenty five years. Yeah. But I can't imagine Formula One being internal combustion of some, you know, having part of their engine internal combustion Nick, Nick, for twenty five years. Still. If the
0: rest, yeah, that's it, that's it. If the rest of the world, and you know, they they had a um, they had a story on Hack the other day about it, mm. um, and you know, some countries by twenty forty have locked it in that there will be no internal combustion engines mm. i don't really think that in australia the um the people like shows like hack really understand the impact yeah. they uh, they had some people there do some computer modeling suggesting there'd be three thousand job losses mm. i find that um number just way 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 too small because you think about it the service stations what are they going to do
1: Yeah, no, it won't be (laughs) 3,000. Sell
0: Smith's Chips. You're looking like more, like 300,000. I I think that, you know, it's going to be ridiculous. Mm. Um, Basically, exhaust shops, transmission shops, engine reconditioners, Mm. um, auto parts stores. Yeah. I mean, there's no oil changes anymore. There's no spark plugs, Mm. you know. So the the, the likes of the VEALs and the REPCOs basically what's pre-existing now the suspension places are probably the only ones yeah. um, that are still going to be in business mm. yep you know yep. suspension wraps. and tires tires yes wraps, of course, of course. yeah yep. yep tinted windows tinted windows yeah or maybe not maybe, maybe it'll be some sort of film yeah. that yeah. collects energy paint shops <laughs> that'll still be all right not, well, I mean, it's one of the other. Is it vinyl rope or paint? Yeah, that's a good point, actually. They're <laughs> going to be competing against each other, aren't they? They are. They are already.
1: <laughs> anyway, we're a bit off topic, but back, getting back to Formula 1, Lewis Hamilton, look, credit where credit's due, five times world champion. What can you say about the guy? He, he
0: didn't actually get the job done at the US Grand Prix. He, and he didn't really he get the job done in Mexico either. He finished
1: fourth, but it was a poor fourth for them, for Mercedes. Yeah. Actually, Valtteri finished fifth, but he got lapped by by Max Verstappen, that that fifth spot there. The Mercedes were shocking at both races, and they got a bit of work to do for the final two races, uh, which is, sorry, not in that order, Brazil and Abu Dhabi. Uh, They got their work cut out. But look, I mean, we're probably, we're really taking probably a bit away from Lewis to finish the way he finished, five times world champion now. He's up there with Fangio. He's equaled Fangio. And there's only one man above him, Michael Schumacher, who's done seven. Yep. I think Lewis will do... Oh, I think he will too. ...go beyond seven. He's got enough age left in him to, yeah. to do it. Yeah, yeah. And he's got um, the people around him, the right people around him. Um, as far as I know, he's still single. That's probably his only downfall. I think once he finds a woman and has a family, he'll be even better. Okay. Yep. Yeah.
0: That's just my view on life at the moment. But anyway, thanks for sharing that. Yeah, dude. yeah.
1: I think, I think, I think once these guys have children, they become even better. That's just my view, anyway. Anyway, the the other thing, the bit of a wheel controversy brewing up here with Mercedes. They've redesigned their their wheel. Now they have actually haven't released the wheel. They haven't put them on the car because they felt that Ferrari were going to protest it in any event. But they have been given the mandate from the uh, FIA that they are allowed to use the new wheel. Um, they were allowed to use it in Mexico. They had the mandate to use it. They felt that if they'd used it, it would have clouded Lewis's victory of the championship, so they haven't used it. But the ribbed concept of so, the wheel... So
0: all the other technology on the car, mm, that, hasn't, that doesn't cloud just the, this particular one no nah, because
1: it's been cited this this ribbed technology that they're using on the wheel red bull had a crack at it back in 2012 mm-hmm. and it was deemed illegal now it was deemed illegal because it was aiding in not just dissipating the heat from the wheel but it was deemed as an aerodynamic advantage that Mercedes claim that this isn't the case with with their wheel and rim design um but however and the fia have okayed it but in Mexico, they just didn't want to do it because it felt like it would just cloud Lewis's victory.
0: I believe that they've only okayed it for one race. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. So now so I, now to run it again, they need to reapply. That's correct, yeah,
1: yeah. But I have a feeling you'll see that in Brazil or Abu Dhabi, no doubt. So anyway, interesting times ahead. Also, speaking of interesting times ahead, I just felt it was interesting. Haas have named a new naming rights sponsor. This was kind of the 11th hour for them, those guys, because the Rich Energy Drink have come on board. They, the Rich Energy Drink, were looking at purchasing the um, Force Force India team and weren't able to do it or fell down at the 11th hour. Now, they've come on board with Haas, and it's quite interesting because Gene Haas has always said that he felt that he got better value out of branding his cars, Haas, in terms of the machining and the tool business that he does um however the it's not known yet exactly how the cars will look but they'll probably be in the black and gold logos next year with the rich energy drink branding all over it so mm. interesting times ahead it's a bit rich really yeah. <laughs> and did you see i don't know you probably didn't see it but uh, sebastian vettel at the end of the mexican grand prix went inside the uh, mercedes team there and congratulated everyone Dropped a couple of CVs on the table as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was quite funny. But now he went in there. He re- real, real. Um, was, I mean, Sebastian was quite nice at what he did. And uh, I know a lot of those, a lot of those guys are Germans, so uh, they probably uh, admire. <laughs> well, it is Sebastian. Yes, yeah. so <laughs> admire Sebastian and, and <clears throat> his ethics. So that's that was quite good. MotoGP, GP. Wow, the Australian Grand Prix.
0: Now, I I had Nicholas. On Sunday, all day. Mm. Uh, Nicole asked me to take him out while she caught up with some chores, and I was hoping to watch this at my brother's house. <laughs> right?
1: I'm so, laughing because I know the story. Because I, I got
0: there really early, you know. And um, this is 2018. My- <laughs> if I ever heard, this is where we're at in the world. <laughs> so, so um, my niece is uh, thinking about getting a motorbike. She was getting a motorbike license, and we're talking about motorbikes. And I said, well, that's great because the GPs on, right? Mm. And if you're a motorcycle enthusiast, you should watch this because yeah. it's brilliant to watch. So um, I said to my brother, I think it's on Channel 1. It should be just about to start. So my brother doesn't have free-to-air TV. <laughs> he's got Netflix and whatever, so, some million other channel thing. And he doesn't have the sports channel on all these Foxtel Mm. and so on and so forth. So we had to tune his TV. (laughs) To the airwaves. (laughs) And by the time we finished, the bloody race was over. That's where <laughs> it was in two thousand and eighteen. So I, uh,
1: unfortunately I, I I'll 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 put my hand up and say oh, I didn't watch the race either. I was actually on all four day out in the, out in York, so I didn't get to see it either. But I think the truth the is replay. neither of
0: us want to admit that um, after Marquez won the
1: championship we lost it. <laughs> yeah, look, I mean there's a bit of truth to that, but I, I like Marquez, I think he's okay. Um, very lucky man. Very lucky very man,
0: very lucky and that's man that's the point I was sincere. so so I um, watched uh, sections that erase the highlights mm. on uh, YouTube, and I was absolutely blown away by the incident between um, Zarco and Marquez. Now, yeah. we can argue about, you know, what happened, whether Marquez blocked mm. him. I don't know. I can't tell you. The thing that uh, I think most people that have watched it have missed is the view from Ian Ony's seat where he nearly gets decapitated. I have seen that now. After Holy. you told me about it, It's frightening. Writing. that is incredible he is so lucky that he didn't die that day yeah, yeah definitely you know yeah um but I think that, that that you know that incident changed the whole face of the race yeah because you didn't get the usual Marquez just walking away mm. with it scenario yeah, yeah. Um, and it was great to see Vinales and Yamaha um, take one out Yamaha's really struggled for a long time now uh, Rossi was up there I, I didn't actually have a look to see what if they were on a different tyre strategy or, or mm. uh, what was going on there, but yep. I, I'd suggest that that was probably the case. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, great to see some uh new names, great to see another Suzuki podium. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. uh, unfortunately, um, Zarco should have done that one race earlier because <laughs> <laughs> then the championship would still be alive. <laughs> that's correct, that's correct. <laughs> look, it was um. I was really happy to see the Yamaha
1: up there. Actually, it's been a you know, it was Vinales' first win since Le Mans last year.
0: Mate, I remember when we started this podcast. He was kicking ass. Yeah, yeah, and uh, they just fell off. Yeah, uh, and you know, I think that I mean, we talk about straight line speed. I don't know if it's straight line speed or if it's better power management to save the rear tire, but something happened, mm. and everyone else seemed to leapfrog. Yeah, um, whereas yeah. Yamaha were really relying on the skills of their riders, yeah. you know, more than more than the other brand. Well, no. I shouldn't say that because, I mean, you know, Marquez, they're, they're aliens, all these guys. All these guys in the top 10 are all aliens. Mm, yeah. And, you know, the ones that aren't consistently in that top three or four, it's only because they, they need more laps, I guess. Mm, you know, yeah. they're nearly there. It's interesting. Jack Miller led uh, probably a lap or two of the race. It was yeah, good to well, see the Aussie up. Uh, yeah. Good yeah. to see him up there. I found you think out- about it, Nick. In the last couple of years, at the home race, yeah, pretty much, you know, whether it be Zarco in France or Rossi in Italy, they always try and yeah. and why wouldn't you? Yeah, you yeah. know, I think maybe they go, you know what, stuff the tyre. <laughs> <So laughs> I'm going to get out there and lead for a little bit, give people something to talk about, and I think that's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. But we found out during the week that um, he actually agreed to be Jorge's
1: replacement. Um, however, they Dropped him at the last minute.
0: Well, um, they were more worried about him dropping the bike. I think. Yeah, that's that's
1: that's true. But I thought that oh, I felt really bad for Jack. Jack. I mean, I I think he his reputation is is still quite a good one. I know he has had a couple of incidences
0: this year, but I he, felt he, look it was a he, bit disappointing. He, he he's had an up and down year. We need to understand that the reason that we you know waiting for him to do something is because he had that big win yeah. right but you also have to remember that when he had that win in the rain the odds were a thousand to 1 mm. a yeah. thousand to 1 yeah. right so you know he he's he's there and mm. possibly on a um on a you know factory bike maybe he'll be better but it's not just about getting on the bike it's about being able to tell the team I need this, this, and this, and then the team being able to deliver that. Yeah. So anyway, it is what it is. I'm sure he's not going anywhere. No, no, I'm no. Still no. relatively young. Still got a lot of um, definitely, you know, yeah, lot left yep. in him. Yep. So this- the 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 uh, the super bikes. Yeah. Look, we
1: had um, we had a rain cancel another rain cancelled event. Uh, this time it was in Qatar or places. Don't know, it you
0: wouldn't expect it, would you? Of all the places <laughs> on earth. <laughs> it but it's, you know, place. Nick, it's a bit like the Nullarbor. Every single time I've driven across the Nullarbor, I mean, because there's no rains. trees there. Yeah. There's no trees, right? You'd think there's no trees because there's no water. And every time I drive across the Nullarbor, it rains.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> Anyway, the Lasalle International Circuit in Qatar was uh, washed out, unfortunately. So the the it was a finale as well of the World Superbike. So Jonathan Rea ends the season with a hundred and eighty nine point advantage. He's won the two thousand and
0: eighteen title on a Kawasaki.
1: Kawasaki. Now, now this is
0: an interesting thing because when this new style K one for uh, I guess lack of a. A better description came out i was blown away by how much horsepower these Mm. things were making so to put it in perspective my bike's got you know a few nothing internal but a few mods done to it yep and it's making about 167 at the tire Mm. um guys were getting these things these the, the, the standard ones obviously the the race bikes are completely different but the architecture i think is is derived in some way yep and putting a slip on so factory exhaust, factory air cleaner, just slip on and tune and and going over 200. Mm. Now, I never actually saw representative numbers at the drags to, to you know, validate that. But, uh, you know, with a bike, it's different to a car. There's a lot of it. In, yeah. is in the rider, you know what I mean? Mm. So, um, I've always wondered what they'd be like because when you go to Barbe gallows where we're using, you know, more, more factory-style bikes, um, the BMW is is really the, you know, mm. the bike to be on. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it just shows you they're making some horsepower. Yeah. And they built some crazy bikes a while back, the supercharged mm. H1 and H2, you know, unbelievable. Yeah,
1: yeah. Speaking of washed-out events, Gold Coast Six Hundred. What a disaster that was! Well, uh, the Saturday race, yeah, the Saturday. And James Moffat. They got they got a first
0: victory this year. Those guys, so yeah, it and, and it was also uh, their their second gold coast 500 that's correct yes Yes. yeah so so two in a row for those guys 600 sorry um but yeah sunday what a disaster
1: it was the rain
0: was was quite heavy it
1: was i mean obviously it was
0: it was torrential torrential, yeah it was torrential rain
1: yeah so the race got called it's interesting I, i just want to know your thoughts roland dane i like roland dane don't get me wrong. I like him. No, you don't. No, no, he's all right. He's a good guy. <laughs> You're always criticising. But he needs him. to. Sh- he needs to cut back with the showboating. Now, what I mean by that is, he came on. They interviewed him, and he carried on about how the race needed to be cancelled. I get all that, but Larko, oh, I think it wasn't
0: just him. That, that yeah. there were some races that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we all agree with that. But the insinuation was that. It would be unlikely to continue the race later in the day because of TV commitments. Now, Roland Dane vehemently denied all of that. I don't know. I think we need to start acknowledging the fact that TV does dictate when these races are held. All motor racing. My point is this.
0: All live motor racing, I should say.
1: My point is this. The race wasn't until the afternoon in Queensland time. Mm. They knew the heavy weather was coming. Yes, they did. Why didn't they run it earlier? Earlier, yeah, and put the support races later in the day.
0: Um, I don't know. It wouldn't have affected TV. It would have been a delayed telecast. The time slot's already there. It's still going to be live for everyone that's not at the track.
1: Mm. I still think TV... Dictates a lot I don't of know what happens, I and Roland's
0: know. denial of that and the way he denied it. I think was... that sometimes sporting organisations become too big for the way they're managed, mm. and I think V8 Supercars is a prime example of that. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, they they are run like Ravenswood. Yep. But they're turning over. You know, money like well, not Formula One, but um, mm. or like Speedway. Yeah, <laughs> American Speedway. I'm not, you know, I'm
1: not Australian Speedway. Speaking of American, yeah, Gold Coast, we saw the NASCAR of um, Joey Logano's NASCAR. It's Roger Petty, Roger Petty, Roger Pensky's car on display there and doing some demonstration laps. Let's just have a listen to that
0: that power trying to get to the ground, probably wouldn't have the best tyres on it no. either. I'd say those things would be old Fred Flintstone specials. <laughs> <laughs> it's been on display in the DJRT Penske workshop just down the road here at Stapleton for the past 12 months or so. It was shipped out in the US late last year. And uh, you may have seen some news responding potentially. You might see a demonstration race here in the years to come. it has been thought between our CEO, Sean Seamer, and the NASCAR bosses in the United States that were out here at the Bend Motorsport Park a couple of months ago right now. And wouldn't it be great to see these cars back out? Because they did race here in the 90s and had some great racing too. They did the Australian version of NASCAR RAN here in the late 90s.
1: So it was interesting that they, they pulled that car out, and I think that was actually the major attraction of of the whole weekend. Unfortunately, is this one NASCAR getting around the track. As Why has it got windscreen wipers? <laughs> no, they only did it on the. Unfortunately, Fabian was scheduled for the Sunday. Listen, so so before got his... you
0: go any further, are you allowed to use that?
1: No, no, it's only sound. It's, it's all only right. Sound. That's all right? There was no video We're not going to get sued. Oh, jeez, we're out of focus there, too. Hang on a sec. <laughs> we were talking about... <laughs> The potential of having the Nascar, second, Nascar, NASCAR, the Gold Coast, Nascar. second tier. Xfin, I'm pretty sure a lot series. of the NASCAR
0: drivers have got this. <laughs> yeah. no. nah. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's yeah. I
1: was going to say something a bit not. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see how they how they um, how they go forward with that. It'd have to be. It wouldn't be the top tier. Uh, race because they have a conflicting event on, so it'd be. Yeah, but it, more... has the
0: calendar been released for next year? Yeah, it has.
1: Yeah, V8 Supercars released their calendar, so is NASCAR as well. So, mm. be
0: interesting. It'll probably be more than likely Xfinity Series, but who knows? Do you think that's... Do you think that the the V8 guys are going to do the same thing that they did with the uh, stadium trucks? Kick them out. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Let the NASCARs run mm. for. Frick- a you know a couple yep. of events few events whatever right use the the lower tier ones mm. and then phase out the v8 supercars and transition over to nascars um i wouldn't have thought so but i wouldn't be surprised if something like that does happen and and, and do you think that there's this you know like some link i i'm not being i'm being <coughs> serious <laughs> but do you think that there's um <coughs> Sorry, sorry to all the listeners. You missed. We had to cut a whole section. There's a of, whole scene. There's a whole, there's a whole section missing. There's an out. hour gone out of this show. <laughs> if you listen to the best of it, it might make that. It might. Me? Yes. Yes. After I speak with the lawyers. Yes. And Nick and I are going to start a uh, a foundation to raise money and awareness. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, we'll see how that goes. Yes, we will. Anyway, so um, do you think that over the next, you know, if if it's well received over the next few years they'll get rid of the v8s and switch over to nascar look there's no reason why they couldn't do that we what i was going to say is do you think that there's a link between the death of bob jane that the father of nascar Mm. in australia Mm. and v8 supercars deciding to do this did he still have some legal right over those types of vehicles running in this country he possibly did i never thought about that but yeah you're probably onto something there he may have you know maybe this was like the whole involvement with Roger Penske mm. and Andretti yeah yeah you know maybe this is the future of V8 supercars yeah.
1: yeah yeah i thought there was more uh, synergy between supercars and 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 uh,
0: trans am racing in the us but yeah, but NAS- no one watches Transhaven. No, no, they US. don't. No, they don't. It's, it's, <laughs> it's like of... the SCCA racing. You yeah. know, it's fantastic, but no one watches yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's probably 4 for 15. NASCAR, NASCAR is the yeah. main show. But no, it'll be interesting to
1: see how that goes. Just while we're on Gold Coast 600, just to finish up, James Moffat actually got banned from the Sunday Porsche race. And oh, it was-
0: God, Nick, this is the funniest thing
1: that I have read. <laughs> there was a potential that he was actually going to be missing the supercar race as well, but the band didn't apply to the supercar events so he was luckily enough he was he was slated to race in the for um in the um, Mostert entry on the sunday but um yeah he got into an altercation with glen wood after glen wood um well i guess insulted him and um, may have abused him did um, he call him american i don't know i don't know what
0: i don't know what happened his what, dad's uh, actually canadian yeah that's they that's, speak english there it was just <laughs> yeah they do, man. So- they do.
1: That's been very good English. No, I've been to Canada. And I love so it. So have I. Yeah, I enjoy Where have it. you been? I went to Calgary, uh, Vancouver, Calgary, um, Edmonton, Peace River, um, and then over to a place called Regina. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you say it. <laughs> that's how. That's, okay. I'm writing it out. That's how you say it. Really? that's how isn't that's that Regina it's, no it's Regina it's Regina <laughs> okay so and then I actually drove into the US after that so no it was cool I, I um, enjoyed my time in Canada but yeah interesting enough he got a $5,000 fine and uh, 2500 of it has been suspended the 2500 has actually been paid by Boost Mobile oh they felt that um, that the punishment didn't fit the crime and they've actually picked up the bill and wow they have no association at
0: all with James Moffat believe it or not. So, there you go. So, they've got no association, so do they sponsor the Porsche category or? No,
1: no, no, they just felt the owner of Boost Mobile, which his name escapes me right now, um, felt that uh, wasn't fitting and they actually picked up the bill.
0: Well, I'll so. tell you what, the the owner of Boost Mobile, mm. um, I, I think that I need sponsorship and no one's given me any, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, two and a half grand no I'm, worries we'll take it i'm gonna have to cut myself saying his name in here such as actually uh, give us they actually you looking could at keep that cut and just change the name you know? jack cowan <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's put it all in different kerry, names kerry packer kerry stokes <laughs> gina
1: i haven't heard from her in years so, I know. Not that I hear from her in the first place, but she. So are you friends on Facebook? <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> Speaking of wealthy millionaires, Jamie Wincup bought fifteen percent of Triple Eight. Yes. I was blown away by this. Good on him. Good on him, I say, Jamie. I'd,
0: so, I'd so take my. Do my
1: you head think deep. he's
0: going to keep it real for? Um, Roland Jane? Uh, I hope so. I, I like Roland Dane. Not that I don't
1: like Roland, Roland, Roland Dane. Roland. <laughs> 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 Roland J. <laughs> Roland J. <Jay. laughs> Roland Dice. <laughs> so anyway, he becomes part owners now with Roland Dane, Tim Miles, Paul Dumbrell, and Roland's daughter, Jessica. Uh, so they're... Is working. there
0: something going on between um, Jamie Winkup and Jessica? Oh, it's a good question.
1: I don't know. I should know that, shouldn't I, if there is? You should. Yeah, but no, I don't. Maybe. Well, yeah, that's a good point. He's single. Well, it was... I don't know, I'm then trying it out there. That, yeah. How That's old's the Roland's daughter? Oh, she'd be about the same vintage as Jamie. Anyway, yeah. Good might have heard her. her
0: first. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. we might have. <laughs> <laughs> He's listening to this right now, So, <laughs> did they work that out? It's the nostril damus, mate. It's the
1: nose, the nose. So, good luck to Jamie. I, I do. Seriously, I, I think that's a great move. And it's smart. It's good to see young guys like him. Well, young. He's 35 years old. But it's good to see guys like him getting investing in the sport. Not just take him from the sport, but put him back into it. You know so, what that
0: means? The fact that you've called him young means that we're old. Yeah, I know. Well, he's only, he's only <laughs> bloody eight
1: years younger than me. So, he's not that young.
0: He's young. All right. Anyway. This is the, the the news that I've been waiting to talk about. Nick. Yeah, I bet you've been hanged. <laughs> I've been hanging. I had to put it in. I wasn't even going to put it in, but I'll I know. In. I know. So this the super utes. Yep, they're coming to Perth. They're coming to Perth under lights, everyone. Yeah, now Nick, what is the deal with running the you know the supercars at night at Barbagallo?
1: Yeah, I, I think they wanted to have a night race somewhere in Australia the supercars, and the Sydney one this year didn't quite meet their expectations, so they're shifting it to Perth and seeing how that runs here. Do
0: you think that we've got the facilities there to run it? I mean, I know that they run, you know, 12-hour races or whatever at the track, mm. and I've spoken to a couple of drivers that have run it, and they mm. said it was, you know, it was good fun. Um, they have scheduled pit stops, so regardless of the vehicle needs yeah. to work or not, they have to come in and wait so much time. mm Swap drivers, etc. But um, do you think that for the spectators, do you think that the facilities are there?
1: Not really. Not for a nighttime event. They're going to have to sharpen up the moving. The moving of people in and out is done by buses now anyway. Very few cars go into the joint. But I, I have concerns with, um, yeah, the buses still take a gravel track to get into the place and out of there. And I think at nighttime what there a, might be problematic on on What about
0: things like the toilets and... Yeah, yeah. You know, lighting. You're going to have to hire a shitload of lights. Yeah. Because that's a pretty big place when you...
1: I agree with you, and that's one of the first things that came into my mind as well.
0: Like, I, I felt more of getting in and out at nighttime might be a little bit of an issue, but... And, there. you know, the, the other thing that I'd be worried about... So, let's say they put up a, a heap of temporary fencing, mm. right? And they try and contain people to certain areas yep. so that they can, you know, really focus on the lighting... Um, the temptation sorry about that the temptation for people to uh, duck and dive around that temporary fencing and getting to trucks and trailers Mm. at at night I mean you're you're under the cloak of darkness and while all the action's happening on the track no one's going to be watching this stuff it's different after the event or before the event but during the event you know everyone's eyes are on the track to be frank with you the
1: super two cars if they come that is but the super two cars and and these utes where they park up it's not it's not secure at all, mm. even during the day. Yep. It's not like anyone. Yeah, can but sort during of walk- the
0: day, um, <clears throat> you know, you've got people mm. there, security. Yeah. You know, and the cover of night. Yeah. It's uh. Anyway. Anyway, it'd be very. It, it's interesting very to see. interesting. Yeah, and and um, what I'm more interested to see is what the super Ute's lap Barber Gallo is in because yeah, you know we're gonna have to get this camera going now that it's it's on. <laughs> It's on. We have to get the Camry running for more reasons than one, but we'll talk about that a bit later.
1: NHRA. Still one event to go, but Top Fuel has already been wrapped up by someone that was very unlucky last year not to win the championship, went into the chase or the finals or whatever you... Countdown, whatever you want to call it, went into that as a strong leader... And Brittany just got, got went ran away with it yep. in, the, in the countdown, and won the championship, and it was very disappointing for him
0: last year. This year, he do, turned do it you, right around. Do you agree with all of these, you know... No. No, no. Race no. to the chase and... No. No, I don't. No. Get out there, kick people's asses. Yeah. You amass points. He has the most points. They don't seem to have it in the... Um, Motor GP, no, and it's usually a it pretty for- close finish. They don't have it in Formula One either. But no. there again, we just
1: we just brought up two bad arguments for us because MotoGP GP was one one race ago, and there was still three to run, and Formula One has been wrapped up, and there's still two races to go. So yeah,
0: yeah, but I mean, you know, look, Marquez wrapped it up. Mm. Phillip Island was still exciting to watch. I yeah. mean, arguably one of the best stacks. Yeah, <laughs> that, you know. Yeah. So, I I, I think, you know, look. And Top Fuel, uh, well, Nitro Funny Car, Top Fuel, not so much pro stock, pro mod. Mm. Um, They're always good to watch on the day. Yeah, you know. But anyway, look, Top Fuel has been won by Steve Torrance.
1: Let's have a listen to Steve here.
0: As an eighth grader, one of Steve Torrance's goals was to be a world champion, just like the late Gary Ormsby, who passed away from cancer. But well, the Capco kid has not only beat his cancer, he's beaten the best in the world to become the 2018 Top Fuel World Champion. This is this is a lifelong goal right here. and uh,
1: All the glory goes to God, my mom and dad, because without them, none of this would even be possible and every one of those Capco boys on that race team
0: because they put their heart in it. And it's difficult to beat people with heart. But man, all the boys back home at Capco, we got it done, guys. Oh, I don't even know what to say. This is, this is unreal. We still got some racing to do. We still need to go one round. We gotta stay focused. But my brother Antron Brown was here with me. All them Capco people, all them people that said we couldn't do it, hell, we're here. I don't know how we got here, but the good Lord said we was going.
1: It's really great to came story. into that. Yeah, came yeah, into yeah, that. yeah. And I'm really, really chuffed for that man to to win that <coughs> championship, especially after the disappointment of last year. Not to take anything away from Brittany, of course. I think Brittany really turned it on in the finals last year. I think she won three of the four of. Oh, well, you have four, to four with the, the countdown system. Yeah, yeah, she really turned it on. But in fairness to Steve, he. He turned the tables in the countdown this year. I think he won just about everything that he could possibly win. So he did really well. In the other championship that was decided, it was the last race, was Pro Mod Championship. As I said in our previous podcast, it was down to two. It was Ricky Smith and Mike Janis. Interesting way Mike Janis won this championship. Uh, the scenario or how it went down. He actually qualified higher than uh, Ricky Smith by a considerable amount. Qualified fifth, Ricky Smith 14th. So Ricky Smith needed to progress <clears throat> three rounds more than Mike Janice. So it was sort of going to go Mike's way. However, he lost first round. Mm. He lost in the first round. Ricky Smith went got through the first round but lost in the second let's just have a listen to that race and also this is some interesting commentary here just have a listen to this now comes down to one five second blast in las vegas nevada both cars now are pre-staged how long are we going to sit here rick horde is not a guy who is uh, given to go oh, wow rick ricky smith got in there quick i figured rick Hord is going to really have to wait on him but he didn't board goes in Reaction time advantage. Another 018 reaction time for Ricky Smith. Rick Horn's car is skating around the top end of the race. It's Horn! Mike Janice is your 2018. NHRA E3 Spark Plugs Pro Modified Champion, and they are having a conniption fit down there as Ricky Smith gets outrun by the scourge of his existence at Turbocharged Pro Mod. 575.6, 254 for Horde, and Ricky Smith
0: 584.3 at 247 miles an hour. What will be the highlight of this season for you? Uh, I guess the highlight was uh, Richmond when we took the win there because we, we struggled. We, I mean, we haven't had a win in a couple years. Richmond, every, everything went great. The whole year of season been, we've been going rounds and rounds. Car's been flawless. Uh, the crew has been really flawless. And uh, Junior gives me a lot of confidence going. So it's uh, right up until the last, I mean, I'm watching, it looked like Ricky had him. And uh, right at the stripe, I'm like, you know, it's just, it's still not set in yet.
1: For those of you who watch the video, or if you listen to the podcast, this watch the, the the video version as well, because Rick Hort really wound him in right at the end. I reckon it was the last turbo car. Yeah, got him right at the end. Scourge of his existence. Yeah, oh, that was a bit
0: harsh. <laughs> hey, that
1: was a bit harsh. Jeez. Ricky Smith, what could he do? I mean, it was an 015 light. Uh, still lost. So, yeah, that, that that's how that went down. But, I mean, i tell you what. Mike Janis actually... Has won two IHRA Pro Mod Championships. I thought it was more than that, but I I did my research today. He's won two IHRA Pro Mod Championships. He's now got his first NHRA Pro Mod Championship. So hats off to him. It was a job well done. Funny car championship is still open. So that goes to Pomona and also Pro Stock as well. Just bearing in mind it's a 50% point. Uh, advantage for the finals so there's a instead of 100 points there's 150 up for grabs so there's still a few drivers in contention for funny car and for pro stock
0: interesting ron caps he hasn't got enough to
1: well no it's 100 but you get 10 you get 10 for round wins as well yeah but i mean the other other two
0: would have to not qualify yeah yeah but yeah, so, so it goes he just to never
1: I. seems to get it done, does he? No. Nah, no, nah, he's won one championship two years ago, but um,
0: he hasn't has before that was yeah. Oh, mate, how still. many seconds? Unbelievable. Yeah, I feel sorry for the guy because he's a great guy, great yeah. ambassador for the sport.
1: Looks like Tanner Gray will <clears throat> probably, more than likely, win the Pro Stock Championship. However, it is Erica and Jed Coughlin Jr. in the Elite Motorsports team right on their tail? So, be interested to see how that one pans out. That is that will wrap up NHRA for this season. Speaking of. Um, drag racing while well, we're still on it. 400 Thunder. The second round gets underway next weekend or this weekend, however, whenever you listen to this the, podcast. The
0: East Coast Thunder at uh, Western Sydney
1: International Dragway. Yeah, huge event this one. Uh, huge event has the full plethora of all Group One uh, uh racing there. John Zapier smashed out of this weekend at Sydney a 500 a 5.64 at 257
0: mile an hour. Amazing. He's uh getting it done yeah yeah so that's a bit of a shot over the bow <clears throat> so to speak mm, mm. so uh let's see how it goes on race day yep um good luck john yeah definitely also power power palooza was on this weekend you uh, can't you can't say that now you know, without power i've
1: Pal- oh, no, Power <laughs> palooza is, it for it comes out every time <laughs> In saying that, it was a huge crowd. I don't know if you've seen some of the photos and some of the um, some of the the feedback. It was a massive crowd down there. We did say on the podcast get there early, so those people that were complaining about the long queues, we told you so. <laughs> now I think it was a, it was a bit problematic getting into the place, but um, we
0: did say to get there early. So oh, it's it it's good that huge... they. You know, I mean, they really need to make some money. If they don't make some money this year, uh, I don't know how much longer that track's going to be open. Yeah, it was I think, 20, um, interesting, it was twenty. Interesting is twenty dollars tickets for this event. So ah, that would have dictated probably. You the, think that that might be why? Yeah. So maybe the Motorplex crowd. should should drop their prices. Oh, I I don't know their business well, I mean, model, that's, that's, but yeah, that's, but the crowd uh, half less than half the price that it normally is. isn't Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, yeah. And it was a, a full house. Oh,
1: it was packed. It was amazing. It was really good to see, actually. Next event is this weekend, 3rd of November. It's a Super Speedway. Kids will be free for that. Super Speedway Stampede. Next drag racing event is the opener for the WA Drag Racing Championship. That's the 10th of November.
0: Looking forward to that. Also, the West Coast Nats this weekend.
1: That's correct, yeah. Yep, so if you're Friday and Saturday, 2nd and 3rd of November... If you've got nothing to do on Friday and Saturday, head down to Barber Gallo Raceway at West Coast Nats. It's always a pretty big event, that one. Yeah, there'll yeah, be now. some serious
0: burnouts there. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely.
1: That's... All right, Race Wars as well. Entries are now open. I think it opened the other day, and I think they're already filling up very quickly uh, for the Z-Max uh, entries. That's filling up quite fast, for all I understand. Race Wars, guys, as you know, have built an au last year they've managed to get that down the track on wednesday night eleven four. Uh, probably would have gone faster they had some linkage problems so they're going to take it back uh, in the next in the coming wednesdays um asked when us you to-
0: say linkage problems yeah what is it like a massey ferguson <clears throat> it's got a three-point linkage no linkage transmission linkage problems oh mm. i don't know
1: what they were but that's what they said though linkage transmission linkage okay. issues um what sort of transmissions they got in it i don't know don't know interesting um but they they're looking down a, uh, they're, they're looking down the barrel of a 10 second run with that car um they asked us they wanted to know where the camry was and where where
0: where, where we were so is it is i it, think that's a call out i is think it's it, about as, it? as close as a call is out it? as a, you can get 11.4 i don't know that's you know <laughs> that's, it's, it's only one, one and a half seconds quicker <laughs> They it's, it's, it's like want to really smash us, you know. <laughs> anyway, that's that's uh, race war.
1: So get on to that. That's going to be huge, long weekend uh, of um, the first long weekend of the year. Next year will be March. I don't know the exact dates, but it'll be the first weekend of March.
0: Now you went on the All Ford Day. I did. Yeah, yeah,
1: awesome day. Left from Kingsway Oval, drove to through to Two J, then from Two J to Northam, Northam to uh, York, and then parked up there for the day. Walked around um, and then drove back home. Uh, much to much to my children and wife's.
0: I don't think they enjoyed it as much as what I did, but anyway, that's it was, it was a great great day out. <laughs> I, I don't understand how you could feel that way in a, in a car that's got wind-up, windows, AM radio, no air conditioning. <laughs> it probably wasn't the ideal day
1: to, to go for a long drive. I'll tell you what, she, the, the car just runs like a dream. The, the the more you drive it at 100, it just wants to stay... Does does 100. It just does 100. It's like, down the hills it did 110. <laughs> so... No, it was a great day. And hats off to the the committee that put the all four day cruise together. I think they do a great job. There's heaps of photos at our Facebook page. So head on over there and have a look at the photos. Some really nice cars. Drag Challenge, they're not in the notes, but I've just written it down. That's coming up as well. We'll have another podcast before that starts. But those guys, a lot of WA guys heading over for that. Uh, They'll be racing Calder Park, Swan Hill, Mildura, back to Swan Hill, back to Calder Park, 1,500 kilometres. Good effort. It is a good effort. It is. And uh, we hope, we wish all those guys all the best, all the entrants there, that they uh, get down the track safely.
0: Now, now, this is the um, latest issue of Drag News, if you can see it. It's a great read. Uh, Excellent read. Luke Newhoff. Yes, Luke. Um, I recommend that if you're not subscribed to it, get subscribed in it. There is an awesome story, speaking of Drag Challenge, on um, Richie Crampton's, well, on, on Drag Week, um, but in particular, Richie Crampton's, uh, can I say that? Yeah, of course you can. Yeah, S <laughs> of Doom. I'm assuming that that's what the two stars, it's actually SH uh, Star Star Box. Assuming that. Would you say that they box? Yeah. I'm yeah. just
1: thinking now all the kids that Liz tuned in last week to the F1 in schools will be listening to this episode. So maybe.
0: Yeah, um, you'll have to bleep that, I'll out. Bleep that out. Anyway, um, excellent, excellent story. Excellent read. Mm. Um, I want to do this, Nick. Oh, that'd be awesome to do. I think that this is the go. We need to talk to Noonan about sponsoring us some heads in a block. Yep. And we'll just take everything out of the BA. Actually, we'll leave it in the BA. Hmm. Yeah, just put a radiator in it. Yep, <laughs> a radiator, some some plates, and that's about it. It's a BA. Yeah. Put taxi taxi plates on it. <laughs> anyway, um, get yourself do yourself favour. Get yourself a copy of of Drag News. You'll have to subscribe to get it sent to you. Awesome read. The photography in it is incredible. Mm. There is not every issue just gets better and better. And it, yep. I would say, and I don't want to take anything away from the guys at Street Machine, um, yep. but this is. Uh, you know, definitely top top top-notch magazine. Yeah, he's only a young fellow too, Luke. Well, once again, he's he's
1: actually we're old. old, (laughs) We're old, (laughs) but he's a long-time listener of the podcast. He's actually sat in that chair
0: not that long ago, less than less than a year ago. So and and he's a championship-winning drag racer. He is, and he's raced in. You know, you gotta like that's what I admire about that guy. He is one of the few people that reports on the sport mm. that has actually been in the thick of it, yeah. not just here, but in the USA as well. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. Worked yep. in the sport in so many different... Like, I I would argue that uh, he's probably the best person to become the new CEO of Andra, mm. if it ever happens. Yeah. Um, like, definitely with the most experience because mm. he's, he's just worked in so many different areas in the sport. That's right, yeah. So, um, and raced. Yeah. And been a championship winner. Yep. Yep. He's done it all. So, Nick, when are we going to work on the Camry? If we've been called out, I guess we better get it together. No, I'm ready to work on it whenever you are. I'm no problem moving. Yeah? Mm. you committing. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Let's do it. Because we got to, <laughs> I'd like to have it, we, you know, we should really probably take it down to Albany.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Weekend away. Yeah, I'll probably have to stay at home. Okay. Well, <laughs> me and Dave can t- go down. Yeah, you guys can take it Prison down there. Down there. Um, tape the windows in this time. <laughs> yes. Don't want to scare any guys in Hondas anymore. <laughs> What's amazing is how, how far that window went flying and didn't break. I know,
1: yeah, it didn't,
0: didn't break at all, it didn't even scratch. And Toyota. yeah. <laughs> See? <laughs> good stuff. It is good stuff. Or metric, too. I love it. And and interestingly enough, interestingly enough, uh, what does JR Todd drive? Yeah, Toyota Camry. He drives a Camry, yeah, you see? Yeah, dad child Camry. The world is seeing it. Yeah, it You is. know, there's a, there's an article in this, in, in Drag News, uh, about Jamboree. Yep. Titan guys. Yeah. Camry. Camry, yep. You know? Yeah. New so, Camry yeah. is a good-looking car, too. We should be able to sort
1: that out. All right. A bit of work to do. All right, Simon. Thanks for coming in. Much appreciated.
0: Thanks for having us, Nick.
1: No worries. We'll see you soon.
0: (laughs) See you on the street. power, stresses, all characters and events on this podcast, even those based on real people are entirely fictional. All celebrity voices are impersonated poorly. We do not encourage street racing or the use of turbochargers.